0: Marketing Money Podcast at MarketingMoneyPodcast.com is here today with Johnny O and Mr. Josh Mabus. And we have some guests and people in the room. Before we get to them, we're going to start talking. You ready to talk? No. No, he's not. Uh, I think leading into this today is interesting because when you hear (laughs) this... You're just going to
1: talk anyway. I said I wasn't ready. Of course I am.
0: Okay, whatever. I'm master on the mic. Okay. Scotty Pippen. So anyway, yeah, listen up. To that point... If you're listening to this, last night they drew the big lottery winner out of South Carolina, mm-hmm. which is a good segue into what we're going to be speaking about today, which is financial literacy, because I hope that person has some.
1: I, I would say the person who bought a lottery ticket is lucky y- y- yes, or unlucky, but does not know what to do with Nine hundred and eighty two million dollars, whatever the post tax. I think it's nine eighty two, right? Let's, After let's tax. just say it
0: was near it was near a bit. It's
1: one point five billion yeah, the prize is and then I think if you took it all in one lump sum. Do you know how one thing I meant to look up today is how long is that annuity or are the annuities paid? I think it's
0: twenty five years. Yeah,
1: I want to look something up the like, payout like that. on that. Because yeah. one point five billion, the full one point five billion paid in annuities. I mean that's I don't know 000, that I, year I don't more. know that
0: I could make myself wait on the government to pay me money I, or whoever runs the lottery commission, which is a government organization. I would just say, give me the lump sum. I, yeah, I,
2: lump sum pays better with compound interest.
0: I, I don't whether it pays not. That's so much money. That's that a
1: I, good. That's a good point. it putting the math side by side of compounding interest versus, versus the annuit, annuity uh, interest, annuitized. Just to sh- see it. I mean, there's some place it will be... So
0: what would you do with a billion dollars?
1: What would I do with a billion dollars? Disappear. You would disappear? In a puff of smoke, would baby. You, would you buy I, an island? I'd, I'm not telling. It's no. hard to disappear. Because oh, well. if I said an island, then you would know to go look, so look one on day islands. Because you would be looking for me. So if I me. can't
0: find you one day?
1: billion. Do- I, I got a billion dollars.
0: Would you do the press conference? Would you stand Absolutely up in front of the cameras? Absolutely not.
1: You wouldn't? I, not for a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't stand up and go, I'm the winner, and...
0: Here's what what does that
1: do, that puts a big target? Like
0: half the people that do do that. So
1: I'm such a redneck that I bought this property out in the middle of nowhere, and like so it has. I a, know where it is. Yeah, a, you know, no, but you couldn't find it no, again. I, mm, I don't maybe. like people coming out there because I don't want anybody to know. Like, oh, he's got a tractor or whatever. Like, I mean, I'm actually, I'm I'm pretty paranoid as a person. So,
0: are you a prepper? Not yet. Not. Yet. I'm an unprepared prepper. You're an unprepared prepper. Yeah, something bad's gonna happen one day. Every day,
1: <laughs> just well,
0: just hopefully not to us. Yes, a billion dollars.
1: Yeah, I would not do that. Would you do the
0: press conference? No, I wouldn't do a press conference. I would
1: do it, but like Tony the Tiger, nineteen eighties commercials with the backlit. Like I, I want a million
0: dollars. I, I would bust through like Kool Aid Man and go, Oh yeah! <laughs> just throw money everywhere. It yeah, would be, be it. funny. I, it would be funny if you were just brazen about it. Like you didn't even care that people knew. And yeah, but you just, can
1: you imagine how funny it would be like if you did a press tour and like you wore just a stupid mask, like a bucket on your head or something?
0: Like, <laughs> I'm giving everybody away money that can guess my everybody identity.
1: would want to know. And you just had like a bucket on like a literal like five gallon bucket on your head with eyes cut in it and like had security. Actually I would do the press conference and I would do something to make a mockery out just of it.
0: Just a mask? Yeah. Wear a pig mask. Yeah. I would wear
1: uh, William Shatner mask painted white really yeah
0: that makes no sense whatsoever why it would does you have to paint if, it white because he's white have you ever seen the movie Halloween um no do you, are you
1: <laughs> do you know it exists
0: what is this thing you speak of
1: alright well moving on Michael Myers the character is a William Shatner wait
0: the guy that played Austin Powers yes really mhm I did not know that yes
1: he is William Shatner painted white
0: Okay. This is a this is an interesting conversation. I don't know what it means.
1: You don't know that the movie Halloween, uh, really, like 1978, yes. John Carper, you know that movie, yes. right? Guy walks and stabs people. Yeah. The mask he is wearing is a William Shatner mask painted white. Freddy
0: Krueger has a William Shatner mask? All right, mask. moving on. Can we... Wait, was that Eddie Eddie Scissorhands? Eddie Scissorhands. What happened to Eddie? Freddy? Scissor- Freddy? What happened to Eddie Scissorhands on Friday the 13th? On Friday the 13th, Eddie Scissorhands comes out to meet Freddy somebody. Can we
1: get Jeremy up here? He would just be crying.
0: Do I not know well, my horror? Do I not know my horror movies? No, you do not. It's horrifying. Well, it's horrible how well I know my horror movies, to be Scissorhands fair.
2: Scissorhands is in one of the Friday the 13th
0: Edward's not. Yeah, Edward. he's in the first one. Eddie Scissorhands.
2: Eddie
1: Scissorhands gets sucked into a bed, and um, and Nightmare on Elm Street Part One.
0: Is he played by Johnny Depp?
1: Yes, it was his first acting role, major acting
0: role. Oh, little man. IMDb up here, baby. Ooh, dropping the facts. Ah, that's kind of a segue. It is. So to segue into our guest today, we have the best guest. The best guest we've had <laughs> <The> today. <best. laughs> Selina mm. Schwarzfeger, that is German for awesome, <laughs> is now on our show. Actually, I think it means
1: black pen.
2: Chimney suite.
1: Chimney suite. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you <laughs> nice were close. Schwarz is black. You are, yes, you were half-crime. So, so, so literally, being idiomatic.
1: <laughs> so chimney suite would be like
0: black something so did, yeah so yeah did, you were close yeah you so get you a, some points are for you that. a huge mary poppins fan or what i
2: really hardly know anything about i I know nothing about mary poppins I, I, really
0: I, you there when i did a mary poppins <laughs> reference oh mary I've poppins never seen mary, so good i've never seen, seen all the way it. through but i had a
1: mary poppins reference i said she thinks she's all mary poppins but she's more chimney sweep and i was like Ooh, Ooh i like it yeah I, Think that's Van Dyke pretty approves. good pretty yeah. good Oi that governor With the bad Cockney accent
0: Oi Oi He's like has the worst Cockney oh, accent so And bad. he dances with penguins And people just start flying around yeah, like, it's I'm a not
1: thing. In, I am not into Mary Oh I Poppins. need to go watch
2: that again it's,
0: I've never seen it all the way through oh, God, yeah. no. But
1: thinks he's Mary Poppins But a little more chimney sweet I think that makes sense if, I
2: think so I think Because I Mary Poppins movie. is supposed to be the most perfect Yes she's proper per- Perfect person ever. Yeah,
0: but chimney sweep, gov. Yeah, it's not not cool. But uh, speaking of Mary Poppins, <laughs> has nothing it's to do with it. It's Poppins in here. <laughs> Selena oversees and runs a very important organization, the Mississippi Council on economic education let me repeat myself economic education i think i mangled my syllables there for a minute uh so she would actually be a good person to meet with the lottery winner because then she could not only ask them for a donation she could I, coach them you
2: know <laughs> when you're asking what would you do with the billion dollars well the first thing i would do is i would give at least a million of it to the mississippi council on economic education there you go but you know that's just me
1: i've got an off topic question not I, well it's, I, I, I have is it, an off topic answer is it Economic or economic? Because what I try to do either, is, it's is pepper either. my conversation with both. Is yeah, so I'm equally wrong. Yeah. Is it Caribbean like data, or Caribbean?
0: Data and data. Data, data, yeah. Caribbean, Caribbean.
2: Finance, finance. Yeah. You Caribbean
0: know. queen. Mature Caribbean or mature. queen. Mature or mature. <laughs> it's definitely not, not mature. Mature. <laughs>
1: mature. No, mature. And I don't know. I should stop saying it because a lot of bankers I think, it say it. Is it coupon
0: ma- or coupon? Coupon. Coopin. Oh, Coopin. my gosh. <laughs> pecan got some coupons. Pecan or? Anyway, (laughs) we're we're mangling syllables. We're we're
1: shenaniganing. So, tell us about the mission of the MC.
2: Ee, there you go. Well, I mean, it's McKee. It's well, okay. Keep thinking, you know, about what we could do with this. I'm riffing. Yeah. Um. So it's pretty simple, really. We're just trying to increase the economic and financial literacy of Mississippians. I mean, that's That's it. real easy. I mean, no, doing it's not easy, but telling you what I do, that's the simplest would way. One,
1: would one be able to say easier said than done? Uh,
2: much, much, yes. But we do it via educators, K-12 educators in Mississippi. So that's who we're reaching out to that's our target market more k
1: more 12 or k9s
2: more more 12 (laughs) you know i just spoke at a at an event earlier today here and and i asked them i said do you believe that you can teach kindergarten students financial literacy i think
1: easier than an eighth grader probably
2: you know all of these there are six standards for financial literacy don't ask me to call them out off the top of my head but like yeah (laughs) there are six (laughs) standards i can tell you that and you teach the six standards to all ages. It's just how do you do it? You know, is it is it a more simple lesson or mm. one that's a little bit more complex? But even a, a kindergartner understands what it means to spend money, and they can understand to save, what it means to save money. Right. Right? So um, you just have to teach it to them in a way that they get it. But most of the teachers that engage with us – our middle and high school teachers because it's it's easier to fit into the curriculum I suppose at that point Well
1: that and I think there's a probably a factor of believability like that that gulf of believability is it would be easier to convince someone to sp- to speak to middle school and up because
2: Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. teacher
1: on the other end doesn't feel like it's a waste of time.
2: Right. Well, and another thing that research has shown on financial literacy education is that really kind of is just in time when it's most effective. So you're teaching people about things that they need, where they are at that point in their life, right? So is it going to do me a whole lot of good even to talk to high school students about retirement? Eh, you know,
1: yeah, but then why they all... need
2: to hear about it, but they're not going to be doing it for a little while. So, if I have limited time, right? And I do, everybody's got this limited time. I'm better, uh, it's not Michael be- J. Fox. Well,
0: Just you can in go time. back to the future,
2: yeah. So he has more than time. Yes. He has double time, but more do triple do time. Yeah. I'm not sure it was the best use no. of I'm triple time. Basically, all he <laughs> did side comments. <so laughs> all just he did was get I'm him, ready. I'm ready for you. He got in trouble
1: and then spent three, two more movies getting himself out of the trouble yeah. that he got in.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean... It's,
1: Self-motivated yeah. action. Anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, so, you know, I have limited time. So if I'm working with high school students, it's best that I talk to them about budgeting and what happens when you get your first paycheck and... You need to save money. And how much money do you need to save? And why? And why? And why? A lot of college or post-secondary decisions, whether they be college or career, are financial literacy decisions. Mm -hmm. People may not think of it that way, but when I'm trying to decide what I'm going to do after 12th grade, that's a financial literacy decision. How much money will I make? Yeah. And it's
0: going to affect the rest of my life. Was it a smart financial literacy decision in college when you'd be walking back from class and there would be a credit card company out there holding up like a 12... Two ounce, or what? Not two liter, excuse me. Two liter bottle of Mountain Dew, and they say you can have this if you'll sign up for a credit card. They did that. Oh my god! They sure did. All over. Nobody did that to you? No. Oh, a
2: free t shirt. Oh my god! Free t shirt. A free t shirt. a
0: two two two, two liter beverage, or like some candy, or something. Uh, Like weirdly, like. Handing to a stranger and right,
1: you're taking it. I think it right. was pizza. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> that too. A lot of pizza and a lot of t shirts. And let's disclaimer
0: yeah. this as a financial institution, we love credit cards. We like it. It serves a great purpose in purchasing, protecting your purchase, giving the ability to do things right. you can't do. But you have to understand responsible, use. But here's the responsible yeah. usage. It's, that's what I was going to say. So, yeah, it's so we're a not great. bashing it, credit cards. I, I, I have three or four myself and they love it's me. It's a great yeah. yeah. idea to have
1: credit total, We do a little bit of this here, just understanding that the points you can get and what you can do with that because there's a you know, whatever. Yeah, but protection they, of purchase there may be cash too. flow
2: issues that you have. I, I heard somebody... We use a lot of
1: credit devices. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and that's not a bad thing.
0: Bank-based and... Or, well, they're all bank-based, but...
2: Whatever. Yeah, you just have to be responsible mm-hmm. with
0: it. Absolutely, but I, I used to laugh at that watching people that I know aren't that responsible in college because I've seen them <laughs> later the at Take the two-liter Coke. Walk there and take two-liter Coke <laughs> and open up a $2,000 credit line, and next yeah. thing you know, they're buying whatever they want. Nikes. Of, they're not buying Nikes. Cheap. Why not? Well, they might be. They're not buying drugs. People... Well, no, they're not buying. Drugs. They didn't have P two P back. Then. No, they didn't. They didn't. But to the point is, you're getting a lot when, of people that have no financial literacy skills or are thought to do thoughts to do, and they go get this credit, and then they just go, "Hey, let's have fun out tonight. Let's buy some Nikes not, or whatever." And next thing you know, they have no idea how to pay it back. Oh, you were saying they went to the bar and bought beer, right?
2: And you really—that's yeah, what you were
0: saying. Yeah, okay.
2: you should not. Selena's opinion: you shouldn't charge things that you can eat yeah well that was the thing is, <laughs> you know, or drink so, or drink so, so, or
1: so this drink. is a good point like i go immediately to a durable good like if you're going to use credit it has to be like this is how how and i, I got go me a consumable good we, we <laughs> have to go buy it something like a nike that would be the thing that you would One I, nike and i'm going you have <laughs> to go too, yeah, not two not a beer <laughs> that is uh, recyclable uh, and expendable <sighs> that's so funny i've the, the it were as a missus as a raised in mississippi the organization did a great job with me i spent my credit on durable goods <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love it. So, the, I want to hear a story. I like story. stories. So, tell me, I mean, in, in how much you do this yourself, or because I, I, I guess I, I think I alluded. I've done a little bit of this to eighth graders, just kind of as a civic responsibility thing. Um, pro, I, I think we've identified through another organization, but whatever. All rising tide raises all ships. I guess. Sink mm-hmm. with that that rising is true. Tons. I agree with that. But have you had it like, have you seen an epiphany? Have you seen like, I mean, because, you know, does it work? That's the question I think that everybody asks around financial literacy. Yeah. So have you had that? Can you share a story where you like you actually or maybe you saw somebody five years later and they were.
2: Mm -hmm. So here's the story I'll tell you. um, And it doesn't have anybody's name in it. So it's kind of the bigger picture. But in 2011, we started working with middle school students who were in from impoverished parts of our state. And they were getting financial literacy education in the classroom through their teacher. And then in the spring, they would come to us for a finance challenge, personal finance challenge, which we still do today. It's one of our favorite events. And so these students, they're sixth graders at the time. They come, they compete by testing their financial literacy knowledge. Winners get college scholarships. We put them in max accounts, which are college savings accounts for the state. Um, the money sits there, right? 2011, 2012, flash forward, 2018, those kids are now going to school. Like, mm-hmm. they're graduating from high school and going to college. Um, and would those kids have gone to college anyway? Who knows? I mean, I don't have the money to do that level of research on what we're doing because but, that, that's expensive. But, but,
1: but, but from my, from outside, because this is somewhere I have done some research, the biggest barrier to going to college is... a a four- to six-year runway of knowing you can't afford it.
2: Right, and research does show that children who have savings accounts in their own name Are seven times more likely to go to college. Mm -hmm. So if you know you can
1: afford it, because it's just I'm not even going to consider this. It's everybody's told me it's expensive. I'm poor, right? Therefore,
2: I don't know anybody who's ever been to college. But you know what? Now I I have an account in my name that that has money in it for college, and we are seeing all those kids go, and we're starting to collect the data. You know where they're going, what they're choosing to major in. Um, and we don't care i mean of course we're super excited when they pick something like economics and sometimes mm-hmm. they do but that's not what it's all about what it's all about is that they are making good choices in their life to be better off financially as adults and that's success for <laughs> much us. better
0: than scott's tots that's what I, was say. I just had these crazy pictures of michael scott's tots from office do you remember that episode
2: <laughs> okay uh, I do watch that show repeatedly with my 16-year-old. He's addicted to it on Netflix. Which one was it? It's the
0: one where Michael Scott goes in when these kids he's are, promised are them are like kindergarten or something, and he promises them that he will pay for all of them to go to college. This class and, of 20-some kids. How if, have
2: I missed that one? If they'll one. get
0: to. Their senior year and go to college. Oh and so my gosh! They get to their senior year and they invite Michael in and they do this big. They've made up a song for him and the schools like got banners up. It's and the Wilson. most cringy <laughs> moment. Yeah. And he's forgotten that he made this oh, okay. promise and they show the newspaper clips of him making the promise and then they're like, "Yeah, it's only going to cost you one point six million dollars." And then he's like, "I will pay that back. I will do this." And you're just like, <laughs> "There's no way." I thought he had to tell them no, he couldn't. He he, he ends up at the end like telling them and they like don't believe him. They're like, "Oh, you're just being you know gracious." It's so awkward. I've got to go so back and
2: and find that. The, i can't believe i, I can't remember the it.
0: exact details but it's
2: it's yeah good. so no this is different than that we, we actually have this account. money in these accounts that they're able to but they do draw it themselves. out yes yeah well or, they or they do it's
1: fun it's, it's
2: so the way it actually works is we're the owner of the account and they are the beneficiary so when the child is ready to go to college they call us email us text us whatever and we help them start the process of withdrawing the money for a college, so it's pretty simple.
1: What do you hear the most often from these students? Like the just, I didn't the thing they didn't know that you're just.
2: I think they're surprised. This isn't anything specific, but they're surprised at how fun it is to learn about personal finance mm-hmm. and well, economics, it was applicable math. Yeah, I yeah, saw this yeah.
1: meme the other day where a podcast. We need to do a show again so I can show this stuff. But it was a meme that says Te- teachers are like, and it was a, a speed limit sign it said like x speed limit equals x is 3x equals like with all deference to math teachers that I love we do act like calculus is going to be a daily thing but this is an area where you actually you I think students are looking for you know three take away one why kindergarten I think is actually easier because you understand some If you have one left over for later, Mm -hmm. that's
2: good. And you know, that's a big movement with our national office is getting this personal finance curriculum in the math classroom. Yeah, why because not? Because it just fits so well in there. They've got to teach math anyway. Why not use these real-life lessons to achieve their objectives? I can do the
1: Pythagorean theorem in my sleep, but yeah. <laughs> I didn't But I didn't learn how to balance a checkbook right. until I had to.
2: Right. So um, I can see us moving forward really focusing on, on math teachers in the state and trying to get them to buy in to what we're doing.
1: Do you guys get, and this is a weird, very specific question for no reason, but do you guys get into like, I mean, obviously in, in budgeting and bill making, but in, into tax and implications of that? So, I mean, because... I mean, that is an area that Americans just do not understand.
2: Right. And are you saying taxes, like what they're used for after they're collected no, just, or just, just how the process works yeah. to be taxed? So you would find that both in the personal finance and in the economics curriculum. Right. Yeah, it's in both yeah, I don't places.
1: I yeah. educate people what's done. I mean, that's obviously very important. Yeah. But just, even personally
2: right right you know and it always amazes me when i hear somebody tell a story about well my child just got their first job and they didn't understand why the the bottom line was less you know like they didn't, that they, they, weren't they weren't, were they didn't hear
0: having, you griping a parent griping know, their whole life i'm
2: thinking who doesn't understand that we get taxed on our income uh, every
0: player in the nfl ever that's
2: craziness <laughs> yeah did they get 990s I is just, that the problem there i just i just signed there? it I I Three million
0: dollar rookie contract, yeah, and you're gonna get about half that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's who doesn't understand it. That's the big public.
2: (laughs) You know the the ESPN thirty for thirty series. That's Mm -hmm. not the right name of it, but there is one that was done on the professional athletes, and we've used that in trainings with teachers and lesson plans. How they can, you know, because a lot of kids. They want to be the professional athlete, whether they're good at sports or not. When I was teaching, I taught high school.
0: You want to be Lance Armstrong, right?
2: Uh, I do, actually. I want to be Lance. No, I don't want to be Lance. Um, When I'm teaching personal finance, I have a student, okay? And he is an older student in high school. And they have to choose a career to do some exercises on. Mm -hmm. And he chooses... Um, a professional basketball player. Okay. So he's probably 20 years old in high school. And I said, his name, um, do you even play basketball? Because he did not seem to be someone who was a basketball player at the high school level. And he said, no, I do not play basketball. And I said, okay, then the fact that you want to be. A professional basketball player might be a little bit of a stretch, you know, yeah. for for what your career will be. Um, you must pick something else. You know, I hated to crush his dreams, mm-hmm. but we had to be realistic there. So he picked something else that was equally as ridiculous. But, you know, I gave up at that point. Yeah. I'm like, all right, man, let's just move forward <laughs> with the assignment. But um, anyway, all these kids want to be athletes, well, no, right?
0: The, the new thing is to be a YouTube star. Yeah, that is the new thing. When, when you pull yeah. a classroom now and go in and speak to, a, yeah. to 13, 14, 12, 10-year-olds, and you say, what do you want to be? It's YouTube star then it's rapper music, yes. celebrity, you know, yes. reality. Well, celebrity for no reason. Celebrity for no reason. Yeah, then and that it,
2: happens yeah. in and this day. And then it's
0: athlete, and then after that, it's the actual job that they Like call. doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Or like the the next, the next, first tier of high paying jobs. Yes, right.
0: then it's lawyer, attorney, doctor, something like that. And then it's like, no, okay, skip all that. Now what do you want to do?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess where I was going with that before I got a little sidetracked is that that That's thirty for thirty at. show on athletes and how much money they make and how they still end up bankrupt is just something that young people are interested mm-hmm. in. Absolutely. Like you know, it's a topic that I think they can relate to. Um, so we did use that for some trainings.
1: So our audience, you know, they're spread across the country the widely. World. <laughs> this
2: is
0: the global <laughs> global
2: podcast. That's pretty awesome.
0: Well,
1: let's concentrate on America. (laughs) You know, they're the the third party systems out there that they're getting. I guess think about that banker out Uh there that's getting bombarded with. You know, they go to these things. They see the. I'm not going to name names. You know, you are the all the third party tack-ons. They know they need to do this. I guess. If you can, give just a little bit of advice of how to approach this. What can banks do? I guess one thing they can do is is find an organization like yours and give some money to it. Right.
2: So what I would tell them not to do is don't recreate the will. You know, if you want to reach kids, most states have an organization like ours that exists. And there is curriculum out there already that is really good stuff. And so when I hear about an organization creating their own program, their own curriculum. My first question is why? Why would you do that when there's already material out there that will achieve your objective? And I think oftentimes that that business, that bank or whoever, they underestimate how difficult it's going to be to break into the educational system. <laughs> and see, I've already done that—not yeah. me personally, well—but my organization has mm-hmm. already done that, and so we have relationships with the schools and the teachers and the students. You can't usually just pick up the phone and call and say, "Hey, I want to come in to your school and do this." If, if you don't know anybody mm-hmm. that's already there, so i but it
1: really easy to convince yourself. They'll just—they—they they need help.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And and another thing uh, that I would say is it does take all of us to make Mm -hmm. a difference. But if what you're going to do is go into a classroom one time and talk to students. Versus if you can spend resources getting the teacher equipped with the knowledge, your resources are way better spent by equipping that teacher. Because that teacher is going to be there every day of the school year, and they're going to be there this year and hopefully next year and Mm -hmm. the year after that. So if you're worried about return on investment the best thing you can do is prepare a teacher to teach this. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And then if you want to be a guest expert, you know, somebody that that educator can call on, hey, I've got this topic that I have a little bit of trouble with. Will you come in and talk to my students? Then you can come in for that purpose. Um, I I do
1: think a lot, and and maybe not even our listeners, but I do see a lot of, like, we're going to get that student checking account. We're going to, like...
2: Oh, Let's approach stop, this a, a, a,
1: with a little more purity than than getting them in a checking account.
2: Yeah, and you know, I mean, I get it. Right, I, I do get too. the whole checking account. I mean, a business is a business is a business, right. and they need to make well, you money. You don't
1: need to pay for education for them to go to another bank. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But right, but, but pay the dues and wait for the interest. Right,
2: dues. right. Um, so I. And at the same time, there are still marketing opportunities for supporting an organization like like the one I work for. Um, So it's not that you're not going to get your company name out there, you know, in front of potential customers. Um, You just need to make sure that whoever you're working with, that you ask them for that. If you need that name recognition, you need to tell Mm -hmm. them, I'm going to support you doing this work. Will you at list list my bank's name? So on?
0: so in these programs that y'all do, and I have the advantage of of working on your board, right? And but to that point, you have many programs. Many there, there are many things. Yes, but some are teach the teachers where you teach the teachers to teach it. You go into classrooms. You also raise money for financial literacy, and then you help the scholarships and these trustee type programs to help. Uh, Especially underprivileged folks go to college that might understand the financial abilities of it, uh, and then the banks can join in to help that because they make a smarter consumer, which then creates a better. Ultimately, for they're better customers yes. for they're the better, banks, makes, you know, at the end of the day. So, to all that, um, what is the is the college program probably your most successful? Or you think it's literacy, or, and you might not be able to even quantify it. But what's the what? Would, how would you qualify the most successful thing that MCE does?
2: Most of the impact that we're having today is just on financial literacy education in general. So if you look at the numbers, you know, and as a board member, you get to see this on a quarterly basis. If you look at the numbers that we're impacting and you took those three pieces, economics, entrepreneurship, um personal finance and looked at them i think you would see that our largest impact is in the personal finance arena and
0: that's i think that's good yeah, well, that's, yeah. That's, that's the best if you're area. gonna
1: win a battle that's the one to win
2: yes and so then you know economics is the higher level right uh, and entrepreneurship is just a way to teach economics and personal yeah. finance so well
0: it's micro micro yes economic, yes economics yeah and it's a great word i can't spell Entrepreneur. On, oh my you can barely Thank say Thank
2: goodness it. for spell check. <laughs> That's so, all I'm saying.
0: Yes.
1: I heard a stat the other day that. What's the stat say? What's the stat say? Half of Americans cry about their finances. I would take the over on that, have cried about their finances.
2: Oh, at some who, point? Who more. More than half. Yeah,
1: I, I take the over on half.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. I
0: mean,
1: because even if you're ultra rich,
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that because I am rich. (laughs)
1: But but like, you think somebody's gonna come take it, or you're gonna make a bad decision? I I
0: cried because I ran out of one hundred dollar bills to wipe my tears up. (laughs) (laughs) Double cry. That was sad. Oh, I had to get so a twenty dollar bill, <laughs> and I cried when they changed. And they're so rough. And I, they're just not. They silky. are, and I cried when they changed the face of the hundred dollar bill because that was just a sad day for me. Uh, have you
1: seen? Also, speaking of memes, have you seen that the Monopoly money colors line up with our bill colors? This may be uh-uh. something like like a "Did you know?" kind of thing. A okay. Match. The, yeah, like yes. so. Ten dollars are yellow. The the ten dollar bill is yellow tinted now. I had yeah.
2: no idea. The five
1: dollar bill is pink tinted. Huh. Yeah blue for it's, 20s it's very okay. strange like you can okay. look at there's, yeah. a, there's a little it may be fake i may just be reporting fake news. on
2: on on a side note we have lesson plans telling you how to use monopoly in the classroom to teach personal finance oh, look
0: monopoly monopoly's monopoly, so, got some lessons yeah so I, so I gotta say yeah. this. Yeah. and a, it's dark i
1: have an eight-year-old it can get real dark i have an eight-year-old
0: uh-huh. and a 10-year-old and I dare say one of the three of us, mostly them, will cry when we play Monopoly in our <laughs> Every family. Every single time, right? play.
1: It gets so My dark. wife
0: runs me out of the room. I end up owning a bunch of hotels on Park Place and Boardwalk, and they hit that corner, and I just, you know, I'm just yeah. Destroy cash their lives. money yeah. over here. Yeah. And they're thinking, you know, we'll bid, and we'll bid up the pricing, and they don't, you know, they're not quite there yet. And all of a sudden, they'll see that hot corner, because I like playing the hot corner. Uh-huh. And they'll go over that side and be like... Why was Daddy out of money at the start, but Wallace and does Daddy have all the money? It's called entrepreneurship. That's right. I making good choices. Early. I go early. I invest mm. early in my locations and yeah. go ahead and get all those houses up. Mm-hmm. Looks like Daddy has a couple dollars left. A couple more times around the, the game, it's over with. Daddy has hotels, houses, and all your money. Go to bed, kids. Lights out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets dark Oh, it miles. gets dark. Real
0: dark. <laughs> so there's another
1: thing I want to throw out that, that I've talked about a good bit. About financial literacy because this is a, a weird thing that I'm propo- a proponent of from a marketer. Not not weird in that they're not congruent, but our clients call us and, well, digi- I, I need a digital ad. I hear that digital, like, I, and and what they mean by that is immediate return. That's what digital ad means. Because you can activate like I can put that phone, up tomorrow. And, yeah. and, and so there's a lot of people can under. Can you make it go viral? I luckily don't get I that. I need call. a viral ad. I don't get that call as much anymore, but it's immediate, right? So where I believe where I'm saying it's strange is this for a marketing effort is a long term.
2: Absolutely. But I
1: absolutely believe in it because, and I've mentioned this in a couple of podcasts. It's worth mentioning again that I had an epiphany one day that the <sighs> That's that, another biggie word that the that the entrepreneurial. Epiphany. Yes, that the consumer does not understand. Here's his or her role that your job is so fundamentally difficult in educating around um, finances, especially even I would say personal finances, especially because economics are, you know, such broad and can be philosophical. I mean, they're hard based, but that consumer does not understand his or her role. In interacting with a bank, and the comparison is—if that sounds like a weird statement—is when you go buy a Coke or a Diet Coke or water or whatever, you say Coke because it's a, a marketed product. You know that this, it's going to be a sweet beverage. You know mm-hmm. how to interact with it. You go buy a pair of shoes. You know those go on your feet. You know that tiny you know if, if you buy your ti- you tiny, you have to feet. get like a third of a pair of shoes <laughs> for your tiny feet. But they—it's um, a joke.
0: <laughs> She not, looked, she's like looking was like, I was like yeah. but the Size it's, 11s down there, aren't yeah. they?
1: Tiny. You, you understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1.1s. Yeah, exactly. His mom took the decimal off to make him feel better. That's
0: right. I was but, told there were 11s. They were
1: 1.1's. But, but In other interactions, you understand, but y- you, you talk to an individual, even an adult individual, wh- I'm not even qualified to pick a bank. I mean, I mm-hmm. think that there are people out there.
2: People are afraid of financial institutions Um, which is why in Mississippi anyway I believe that we're under and non banked to such a high level.
0: A funny story about being afraid when i first got married we were going to buy our house and i was under the and i knew nothing i knew a little bit about banking but i wasn't in the banking industry then i was doing political consulting whatever else i did teaching and my point is i thought it was still like you needed to dress up to go into the bank to get your mortgage so i literally put a suit on and a tie on for no other reason than to walk in there i didn't have a relationship with anybody in a, or a banker
2: i don't think that was a bad idea to and be I walked, honest i did i dressed yeah. up in a
0: suit and i walked in and I, yeah and i walked in there and i sat down and they said how may we help you And it was a bank in Oxford, Mississippi, where we were living at the time. And I said, I would like to purchase a house. How do I go about this process? And they just kind of looked at me like – and I thought, this is weird. No one's told me how to do this. No one's taught me how to do this. And so this uh, nice lady came up. She sat me down. And she said, here's 30-year. Here's 15-year. Here's some other options you have. And I looked through them. And I picked it up quickly Mm -hmm. because I knew a little bit. But my point was I was like – I could have come in there in jogging pants and it wouldn't matter. But I thought – it would, have, it would have I mattered. I think it
2: would have mattered. <laughs> I really, like,
0: I got dressed up for it and thought, yeah. like, they're going to look at me. I need to go in a certain way. Well, and
2: earlier when I said a lot of financial literacy education is just in time, that's kind of what I meant in that people don't, look for that type of education until they need it. Like, you went to the bank asking for that information. But I don't want to lose this. You know, you asked me for stories earlier. Mm -hmm. We worked with a group of girls um, from Inner City Jackson. It was a program called Divas, determined individuals vowing to be assets. And we were, these were high school girls, and we were trying to get them literate uh, with their finances. And one of the first things we did was we took them to a bank as a group to open accounts because we believed, and probably rightfully so, that their parents did not have bank accounts. They had probably never set foot in a banking institution, were afraid, although they also dressed up that day. I don't know Mm. if we told them to or if they just instinctually knew to do that but um, I think people are just scared uh, of well, banks the,
1: well there's part of it like you said like they kind of laugh like that, they, that you didn't well, know what you are doing and don't
0: you remember when um, this young guy that my wife and I were mentoring for a while and I tried to get him to open a bank account and he said my mama says that if I have one of those cards I'll get in trouble and she thought it was a credit card and we were trying to get him to open an account and get a debit card and she told right. him not to take the card Right. and so he came to us when we were kind of helping him get off the ground and he said my mama said not to take one of those cards. It will get me in a lot of trouble, and it will hurt my credit. And I said, well, actually, it's a debit card. It and wouldn't secondly, even report on credit. It won't report on credit. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, you actually need a card to establish credit to help your credit. Mm-hmm. So bad information. Right, right. right. Again, be responsible, There's but distrust, that's bad information. You know, bad
2: information, distrust. Um, so at but, a I, very
0: but I do think one of the
1: things I want to throw in is because I think – that This is a broader point, and, and the marketers at least will amen, or they need to hear it, the bank marketers that, that listen to the podcast. That this is what I run into over and over and over when I'm onboarding new new bank clients. They have forgotten. I've like, I, I owned several commercial properties. I don't buy one a year, mm-hmm. and we're getting ready to buy one. And I can't remember what the dang process is. like, can I get a comp? Why is it 20 years every time? Why can't I why get do a 30? You have 30 to get year? it appraised. It was yeah. appraised
0: three months ago. Yeah.
1: And like, I don't remember the process and the cl- like the closing process, but bankers do it every day. And there's kind of this I'll do a sound effect. Uh, like, you don't get it? Like, no, because I don't do this every Pull day. Pull a banker
0: in there and make them create but, a marketing campaign. But, but oh, you don't get it? <laughs>
1: this is why I believe this
0: because w- w-
1: I'll go back to what I said earlier the bank that understands. That the consumer does not understand his or her role. Even the sophisticated, air quote, considered wealthy by statistics person doesn't understand the process. And the person who, the bank that exercises empathy and understanding and can help draw them across the threshold of that understanding. Because I'll throw that thing back to the shoes. So shoes, like, yeah, of course, you go buy a pair of Nikes, they go on your feet. What I want to remind people, and and this plays exactly to where you are in the world... It took you three years to learn how to put on a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. And it took you another three years to learn how to tie them. Right. You were six years old by the time you can tie your own shoes. It takes you six years to do something as simple and fundamental as learn to put on a pair of shoes. How much longer then does it take you to fully understand your finances?
2: Right. And so I guess what I hear you saying is that the people who are... In the banking business, need to look at it as though they are educators. Every day they go to work.
1: It's not optional. It's not yeah. go investigate the system and yeah. think about this and look at the ROI. The bank that that educates its clients will win the long term battle. Right. I, I, I absolutely. Right. I don't believe it. It, it is not optional.
2: Right, and you know, this is something that should be common sense, but I'm just thinking about myself, you know, and how I have used or have not used banking products over the year, years, and um, knowing, just knowing somebody mm-hmm. that works in a bank that I can go talk to makes the world of difference for me as opposed to just blindly walking in like you did that day to go get a mortgage. You know, if I know, if I have a friend, if I have a colleague, uh, um, somebody that I trust that I can reach out to when I need a banking product, then that's going to... I'll go with this institution over that one because I've got that relationship. Well, there are just
1: products that people don't know, especially business products like treasury management products that that, that a business owner could go in and say, I need a thing that does this. And a treasury management specialist could say, yes. But even like a a home equity line of credit, the consumer not understanding a mortgage Mm -hmm. versus understanding that I've got a line of credit that I can draw against so I don't have to pay interest unless – I mean, like –
0: oh. Try explaining a HELOC to a community college class. It'll blow their minds. Well, if they haven't bought a house, I mean, I think there's like even a fundamental basis. No one of- knows that unless you buy a house and have equity in it. You yeah. Don't know what a HELOC is, and you know, you, can, you used to be able to deduct interest on it which gave you if you did the the mix of the interest with the deduction you actually got a really low rate Mm -hmm. but you know now the tax laws have changed a little bit so it has to be for repair to the direct house but you can still use the the draw you just can't deduct it the way you could but the the mix of the rate with the deduction times the rate the variable rate you're getting from the bank is way lower than a credit card
1: but that's so much deeper than
0: anyone thinks about right in your checkbook
1: and the but the, debit, the advantage the debit of people card that
0: could, can do it is immense, though. You yeah. get such a, a great rate, less payment. Plus, you get a tax return.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if you, I mean, the kid you're talking about, young man, you're talking about that. I think a debit card could get a person in trouble that had no. Um, yeah, from it, the sense
0: of using it without opting out, if they, if
1: yeah, they just right, went it, crazy it doesn't shut it. down, and yeah. that's one of the things that's um, unpopular. But I've opted out. My
2: absolutely I I just
1: said shut it down (laughs) I don't I I would rather be embarrassed I have a a
2: 16 year old that when he got his car and he started driving this year he always had a savings account but now we needed a checking account so that he could have the debit card and all of that Mm -hmm. so we go in there to set it up and I tell her no, no overdraft protection. Yeah, I mean, mm. shut it down if, <laughs> if there's no money yep. in it in there. I want it to decline his card. Yep.
1: And all my other accounts, I do. But my personal, I'm just like if I can't manage my finances yeah. any better than that, just shut it down. Yeah,
0: I'm. I, I'm so nervous. I pay thirty dollars for coffee every week. <laughs> just an overdraft machine.
1: I could tell you stories. I'll tell you a story when we get off, off the off the podcast. Oh, this will be serious. The people involved will never hear it anyway, but I'll tell uh, it off the podcast. I don't All right, I can't either.
0: wait. Because I'm so wealthy, I don't overdraft. <laughs> you know, it's just whatever. You just work for a
1: bank, it. so you don't need to. I think that's a fireable offense.
0: It actually is. If you do three or four of them, they'll ask you to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh-huh. But anyway, check. Double entendre. Find a check to pay for it. Yeah. It right. doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we're <laughs> bumping up on the end of our time here on the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Selena, how does someone reach you if they heard this and said, I want to give to that organization, or I would like some more information, or how do we get involved?
2: Oh, that would be awesome. I'd love to hear from anybody. Um, you can, one of several ways. Our website is mscee.org. So you can go there if that's what's easy. Phone number, 601 601- Nine seven four one three two five. We're present on Facebook, Twitter. Ms Econ Education is our handle for both of those, um, and we'd love to hear from you. And to that point,
0: uh, her organization or our organization is part of a national organization. So if you're hearing this and you live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, or Walla Walla, Washington, and you're thinking I would really like to do that, but I don't live in Mississippi, look for your local. Yeah, state all you need to do
2: is Google uh Michigan Council for Econ Ed, if you're in Michigan, Texas Council for Econ Ed, if you're in Texas. Um and if you have if you're in a state that doesn't have a council for whatever reason, then get you give to ours. Yeah, give to the Mississippi Council or you could go straight to the National if Mississippi Office.
1: Mississippi has one who does it. Yeah
0: exactly. Uh, hey,
2: hey, let me tell you this. <laughs> now now you pushed a button. Okay. Because I will tell you um actually we're one of the newer councils, mm-hmm. okay The very first year the National Council gave an Outstanding Council Award for a state council, guess who got it?
1: I'm going to guess Mississippi. Mississippi,
2: and that was just last year. So, honestly, Mississippi gets a bad rap about a lot of things, but we are at the top of the game as far as this mission goes. Yeah,
0: I like it. That's why you're on the podcast. If you're in South Carolina and you just won the lottery, give us a donation. Call the
2: Mississippi Council on Economic Education.
1: I I do hope that the lottery winner is listening to us Oh uh, i'm
0: that be sure awesome? they are because everyone listens to us yeah other total penetration exactly so <laughs> all right signing off today selena john and josh at the marketing money podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. deuces enjoyed it <laughs>